it doesn't matter who comes into your path. It doesn't matter what comes at you. You will completely understand what it is that you're going after and you're not going to be distracted by the world. Like I always say, if you're going to get in a, take a trip to California, to Florida, you're going to need a roadmap of clear where you're going to go, where you're going to stop, where you're going to stay. And you're going to get there with so much less money. You're going to get there without complications. You're going to be happy. You're going to be able to stop where you want to stop. And you have confidence. And if you want to detour, then you can say, hey, I'm going to take a little detour here, but I'll be okay because I know exactly where I'm going. That will give you confidence 100%. And I really do find that people have the hardest time understanding what it is that they really want in their life. Welcome to the Secrets of Success podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Keyes. Well, welcome listeners. It's always a pleasure to be able to serve you in different ways. Uh, today's guest is very much into the entertainment industry. Uh, actually won the competition before American Idol, which was on Egg McMahon's next best star or next biggest star. And so he had won that event and now uh, what our guest Jonathan George does is really help other individuals to realize their rock star status. He's coming up with a new book called Unleash Your Rockstar, uh, Rockstar. So that'll be coming out here shortly. But part of this whole discussion, again, and it just seems to be a theme with all our guests recently over the last several months, is if we're going to realize our potential, we need to know who we are. And the clearer we are about it, the higher the level of the contribution, the more satisfaction that you have. And it's not about being self-centered. It's really about self-fulfillment so that I can bring my best self to the marketplace. And in that is your highest level of contribution. And so just an encouragement, you know, we've been working hard to develop and build all these online courses. And so the CRG Academy is unfolding and we're going to have numerous courses online that are going to be available for you to take. Each one of them helping you to become the best person possible in different areas. And so we just want to encourage you that, you know, one of our most popular courses is what do you really value? So you go through the values preference indicator assessment as part of it. And then very quickly you uh, go through the course to understand you know, what did I choose? What does it mean? What are the needs and fears linked to it? Am I spending the right time and really processing it and drilling down to creating a life that really reflects what your core values are? So I encourage you to take a look at that. And it's under the CRG Academy and online courses at crgleader.com. As always, thank you for being a listener. If you like what we're doing, please pass it on. Let somebody else know about it. Leave a positive comment in whatever platform you're listening on. So here's today's show with Jonathan George. Welcome to the Secrets of Success podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Keyes. Well, we have a lot of interesting guests on the show that have different and varied backgrounds that help us get you know, new perspectives on life. And today is no different. We have an individual who actually helped rock stars uh, really become well-known or famous or 
really go from the ordinary to the extraordinary. So welcome to the show, Jonathan George. Welcome, Jonathan. Hey, Ken. Thank you for having me on. Well, and, you know, we're in the same time zone, so we're all cool. We're chill. You know, I just finished getting off a recording with somebody from, you know, Melbourne, Australia, and then I've had people from Europe. So it's just kind of an interesting time where we just kind of hang out and technology allows us to uh, reach out and connect people like they're just next door. I know. I think it's amazing. It's one of those things that I still cannot grasp. I don't understand it. I don't know how it's done, but here we do it. We talk, we talk on the phone, and, uh, and we can watch each other on video. It's like something that we saw at Epcot Center when I was a kid. You know, I was 12 years old, and we were like, this is the future. And I'm like, we're finally living in the future now. I love it. Yeah, when uh, Star Trek came out and they had put it on screen, said, well, you know, how's that even possible? And, and here we are now. <laughs> and I've been in the industry, and I don't want to date myself here, but I was in the industry. When I got in the industry, I was in the industry before email. So I commuted and flew 300 days a year uh, because there was no way to communicate electronically. And people think, well, well, that was like forever ago. Well, that's less. That was just 25 years ago, and that's hey. how much things have changed so quickly. Let me tell you, Ken, I sang on cruise ships back in 1998 to, to, uh, through 1999, and we had these things called pocket mail. And you would, you would, it's like a little computer, mini computer, and you would type your little messages, and then you would hook it up, you'd like do it, send it like a fax. So you'd dial a number, and it, and it would, you'd put it up against the, the phone, and uh, it would send it like a fax with all the little noises and stuff, and that's how we sent and received our emails back then. It was crazy. That was the only way we could communicate with the world. It was amazing. <laughs> do you remember when they first came out with PDAs? Oh, man, it was per, uh, personal digital assistant or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So well, it, was like a calculator a for, it was like a calculator for texting almost. Incredible. So, well, welcome to the show, Jonathan. Thank and, you. you know, what we like to do in Secrets of Success is really get to know the person's story. I mean, you help and transform leaders now. You help individuals really to achieve their own rock star status. And of course that's a play on words because that's where you came out of the entertainment industry. Correct. But let's just kind of go back into, uh, you, you were singing on cruise ships, but you know, where were you before that? Like what was kind of, uh, have you always been a person from, out of California or were you born elsewhere? Hey, I'm born and raised in Dallas, Texas. You cannot take the Texas out of people. And you know, we're, we, we think we're on our own little country, but, uh, yeah, I'm from Dallas, Texas, born and raised, and my dad's a pastor, and so I was raised singing and music, doing music my entire life, um, and, uh, you know, kind of fast forward quickly is that in 2000, I moved to Los Angeles, so, uh, and I'm going to, I'll go back a little bit, but I was the grand champion winner on Ed McMahon's Next Big Star, which is, you know, dating myself on that one. But Right. Uh, Just, well, for those people that are, I mean, because you have a podcast on millennials, you know, that was before the America's Got Talent and some of those yeah. other ones, right? Yeah, it was, it was right. It was before American Idol came out. Um, but I was a grand champion winner, had a, had a deal, a record deal on the table, had uh, it just released my first single. I, I mean, it's like the, you know, it's like the pinnacle of my career. It was taken off. I was so excited. Everything that I've worked for, for all these years. But um, I got a phone call, and that was, you know, when Google first came out, and and I got a phone call, and they said, Hey, we Googled, and and we found out that you're gay. 
uh, so we're going to retract the contract. And, and um, you know, nowadays that sounds like insanity, but, you know, 20 years ago, that was reality for, for singers, for artists, for actors, for anybody in the entertainment business and most of the world. And so I, I literally was set in my, uh, you know, in my living room and my management team tried to get me married to a girl from Vancouver, um, and they try to change my music, try to change a lot of different things about me, and I literally was sitting there, and I was like, uh, I, I mean, I was so broken, and I was like, am I going to live a lie? Am I going to do something that uh, is against the grain of who I am? And Because lying, you know, I'm a man of ethics, and so I was like, I'm not, I cannot sit there and lie, but it really took me back to... Um, to being a kid where I was relentlessly bullied for being the artistic kid, the kid with jazz fingers, being a little bit more, uh, you know, uh, more theatrical, being more uh, creative and mm -hmm. literally, um, you know, not knowing what the names, what I was called, what any of it meant, but all I could hear was you're not good enough. And then you fast forward and, you know, my dad's a Pentecostal pastor, like I was saying, and, you know, the spiritual abuse that I went through as a child, because uh, my whole family are pastors, and being told that I could never achieve the blessings that were, you know, to come in my life or to achieve the calling I had in my life. And so I had to sit there and I thought about, you know, again, you are not good enough. And here I am, 26 years old, sitting in my living room having my contract completely swept from underneath me, again, being told, you're not good enough. And so I kept having these words over and over in my life. And right then and there, I just said, you know what? I'm not going to take this record. I'm not going to get married to change this. I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to be authentically me. And that was the day, literally, that I decided to help people begin to rock the person that they were already inside rather than trying to change them, trying to make them different than who they are. And I began to work with artists and young singers. And my first artist, I got her on America's Got Talent the very first season. She made it all the way to the finals. And uh, it, was, it was amazing. And uh, I learned um, through this process personal branding. What is personal branding? And as an artist, your personal brand is everything. And if you watch shows like America's Got Talent, American Idol, or Canadian's Got Talent, or Canadian you know, Idol, is that it's always the story first. It's never about uh, the, the talent. Um, you know, the talent's got to back it up, but it, every, people got to fall in love with you first. And so, I fell in love with being able to help people understand how to show up in the world authentically themselves without apology because I needed it so badly in my own life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what gave you the skills to start being a promoter, though? I mean, you, you were obviously familiar with your own space, but really to start doing it for somebody else, where did you capture those skill sets? Well, you know, I was a... Um, you know, as a pastor's kid, I mean, we wore every hat there is. You know, you learned how to produce shows, and you, you're always flying by the seat of your pants because you never know what's going to take place. And so I had, I really learned so many skill sets of leadership and um, being able to produce things and create things. And so also I'm extremely, like one of my great strengths is creativity. 
and not just in the creative space of being able to see things and make something really big, but to be able to uh, be a problem solver when there is when there's the lack of, of finances or there's like learning how to take something and make something small and making something really big out of it. And uh, so it's just everything came natural and also because I'd already gone through the process of, you know, uh, doing so much, uh, the EPKs and creating those kind of things for myself. So it just came natural somehow. You know, it's one of those things that kind of fell on my lap and I was like, oh, my God, I'm really good at this. Mm-hmm. And so I really enjoyed it. So where did you find this person who got onto the first sort of series there? Uh, where did you find her? Um, you know, in, in Los Angeles, we're, we're never shy of um, of talent coming through the door. And so I had some agents and managers, and it's really crazy because, you know, I was never a dancer. Uh, I was not allowed to dance growing up, but I had natural rhythm and, could, and I was a performer. And so I did this video uh, for uh, Jay-Z, and it was country line dancing, and a friend of mine was like, hey, can you come in and do this? And, and I was like, sure. And so this little short lady, she was standing there, and she said, hey, who's your agent? And I was la- I just laughed at her. I was like, I-, I don't have a dance agent. You know, I'm not a dancer. She goes, here's my card. Call me on Monday morning. And so I called her, and she called me in on the next day, and, and she had me meet with the head head guy, uh, Brian Gendesee, who's still a great friend of mine, and he said, "It's um, like I really don't know what to do with you. You're not a trained dancer, um, but you know, he's like you got a great look, all that, you know, yada yada." But he's like, "I can't sign you." Friday night, I'm at the Country Western Bar dancing, having a blast, and he happened to be there, and he came up to me and he goes, "Hey, call me on Monday. I know exactly what to do with you," and so. Um, you know, I got in with that was the first signing I ever had was with a dance agency and was on all these TV shows and everything because he knew how to, to, to brand me. Uh, and I learned something very valuable that 20% uh, of success is talent. The other 80% is how you brand that talent to shine. And so I, I just learned early on. And so I got in with the agencies and they were sending people to me. And that's how I that's how I really started building my careers. You know, they're like, hey, we need a music guy to, to work with our talent. And so I just kind of took off from there. And, you know, what's incredible is that my clients have over 150 million online followers now being authentically them. They're not having to show up and try to be, pretend to be somebody else. They are them. And that is what's making people fall in love with them. So it's it's really exciting where it's led. So I have to just say, you know, my little jazz fingers back then, I'm pretty proud of them now because it's been able to, uh, you know, play a positive role in so many people's lives. Mm, for sure. I mean, obviously, uh, Jonathan, one of the things that you brought to the table is because you are a musician yourself. Correct. You're not from the outside looking in. You get it. You understand, you know, the effort that goes into it. And, uh, you know, oddly enough, my son and daughter-in-law were on the worship team in a church. And so, they, I mean, they get that, too, just yeah. the volunteers and well, beautiful voices that they have together. You know, I don't really ever talk about my past in that very much. Um, I gave up singing because of everything I went through. But what I realized during that whole process was that it was never the music. Music was, a, was something I was naturally gifted with. It was a gift for my grandpa. I mean, my grandma has four gospel albums that were a huge success. She was a very 
successful artists. My, all my family are, you know, uh, incredible musicians and singers. And I, I realized for me that, you know, that was just something that I was given as a gift, but it was just the catalyst because I am a, I love people first. I love the psychology of people, breaking them, helping break themselves down to understand themselves. Um, and really that's where the biggest joy comes. And that's, as a singer, I, I was, I refused to sing in bars and clubs. I was like, if I can't sing to people and like, like deliver deep into their souls, I, I don't want to sing. And, mm -hmm. you know, in California, like you got to sing in the clubs, you got to do the tours. And I was just like, you know, that's just not where I'm called to do. And, and so I really did find my love is really helping people find themselves. Um, but yeah, music was a big thing. You know, I, I have, um, I was a Grammy nominee, uh, for an album, uh, that I, that I wrote and produced for an artist. Um, you know, I have a lot of different incredible things under my belt, but now I'm, I've really just taken a turn the past three years to help people think personal branding is, if I may, Ken's jump ahead is that per people think that personal branding is logos and fonts and colors. That is the biggest lie on the planet because, I mean, even though that that's brand awareness and it's really incredible to have it, but if you don't understand who you are and the emotional aftertaste that you leave uh, in a space, you are never going to be successful. And, uh, and so it's so important that you understand who you are at your core. Um, and so, you know, I think it's kind of personal development on steroids and on and with intention, and I truly believe that every single human needs to have personal branding uh, in their belt to know how to show up in the world powerfully. Mm. So what do you mean by that everybody needs this personal branding? I think I know what you mean, but help the audience what you, to sort of articulate that a little bit deeper. Well, you know, you need to understand your superpowers. You need to understand your flaws, and you need to be able to, what I call being, um, a rock star, having flaws and still being a rock star and owning up to that um, and being able to show up in a space and say, hey, these are my flaws. Who can help me? You know, we were talking before the show about uh, asking for help um, and, and, the, and the newsletter that you had sent out. And I, and I loved it so much because it's not been a strength of mine to ask for help. And, um, but when you understand what your flaws are and you can ask for help with people, it gives people, other people a purpose. It gives them a reason to show up in their powers and their strengths. And it also makes people fall in love with you because you're being honest with your weaknesses. And, you know, we look at, at powerhouses like Demi Lovato who share, uh, you know, her drug addiction. She shows her, her hurts, her pains, her anxieties. And what it does is it, makes her have take ownership it removes the haters they can't you know take she has control of them and she makes people just go hey identify that you're not perfect and I can identify with what you're going through <laughs> you know what I mean and so as a leader if you can show up in a space and say hey this is me um, it allows people to love you because most people show up in their insecurities and so it makes you more confident. And when you know your superpowers, I have these three things that I always say are your top three things is your superpowers, understanding your strengths in those and knowing how to show up in those powerfully with confidence uh, without permission. You know, you don't need permission to show up in those and just not cockiness or arrogance, but just confidence. It makes you so powerful 
That second thing is being a, uh, a flock star, having flaws, and being a rock star, and knowing how to have confidence in those things. Um, you know, and there's so many other things to that is just understanding um, your purpose, understanding your passions, understanding your dreams, and how to go after those uh, fervently and without, um, you know, just full living your, your full and best life. Mm-hmm. Um, but really just knowing how to show up in the world powerfully as yourself and your greatness. You know, there's, there, I have this whole, I have a whole thing. My book comes out um, in, in October, uh, and it's called Unleash a Rockstar, and it is going to go through every aspect of the things that you need, the basics that you need to be able to show up powerfully, especially for millennials, for Gen Z. Um, uh, and, you know, it's really incredible. Like, I, I have a whole thing called Starpreneurs for, for leaders, for CEOs, and people who are number one best-selling authors to really build a star brand around themselves so they set themselves up the, as the expert. And, Ken, one of the biggest things is that people have the imposter syndrome. They have a fear mm-hmm. of how to show up. They fear that they're not good enough. They fear that they... Uh, you know, why me when there's already a thousand people doing what I do? And so, you well, know, let me just I, stop you for a second. Yeah, uh, maybe you could explain to the audience about what imposter syndrome is. Okay. In a little more detail. Um, you know, the, the crazy thing about imposter syndrome is that 70% of people that were interviewed had imposter syndrome. And so it's a real thing. It's something that we've all gone through. It's comparing. It's it's the thought the process of not being good enough. It is the process of comparing your your chapter one to somebody's chapter ten, um, and thinking that oh I can never achieve that, or why me when everybody else has already successfully done this? Why should I step up to the plate when Tony Robbins has already dominated this space? Um, you know, so it's always thinking that you're not good enough. And again, if I can just, I, and I always, the first thing that we have to go through is breaking down that fear process and realizing that you are good enough, that you are more than enough to do exactly what you want to do. And again, 20% of success is talent. The other 80% is the confidence you have when you, when you use that talent, how you develop that talent to shine and the way you brand that talent to outshine the rest of the people. And so, you know, my big thing is how do you become a blue duck in a sea of yellow ducks? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, how do you show up? And, and that is by having a personal brand that's very powerful. Well, what are some of the things when you think about, and thank you for that, uh, Jonathan, what, do you, what are some of the things that we need to be considering so that we, and, and as you said, I, and I've had this on many podcasts too, there's a fine line between confidence and arrogance, right? Oh, and Arrogance is I'm better than somebody else, and confidence is I, you know, I feel whole in who I am. So that being said, what are some of the things that the audience can consider or think about or act on to start really getting clear about this presence or quote-unquote brand that I'm showing up and in embracing this 80%. How do I even figure that out? Well, you know, there's the, in my process that I have, you know, what I call uh, it's the four body parts, right? So it's the head, it's the what, how, and who. And depending on, um, you know, what you're wanting to do with your brand, if you want to be in business, then it's going to be much more specific, right? Um, 
but as a as as somebody who goes to a nine to five job who's happy in their work, they're not trying to run their own business as an entrepreneur. But that's just the the what is having the clear goals and tensions. It's understanding um, what you do in the world, who who do you serve as an entrepreneur, and how do you do it uniquely, right? Um, and, and, and so we really dive deep in that, getting your message super clear. Now, if you are a, uh, you know, I, I truly believe that every single person needs this regardless of what your job is, um, getting clear. If you are, you know, if you're wanting to build your career and keep moving up the spectrum, then you need to get clear on these things. But just even having clear goals and intentions for yourself is so powerful because it gives you purpose to get up in the day, it moves you forward, it projects you, and you know where you're going and how you're doing it. The second part is your heart. So I'm just going to interrupt you for a second, yeah. and just a, a link on that, Jonathan, is, you know, we were recently interviewing somebody for an, an opportunity or a position, and one of the reasons we didn't hire her is that she was unclear about who she wanted to be. Yeah. And so it's interesting that you're talking about, for those of you that are listening, is that your presence and your confidence in your, okay, stated direction, vision, or future is influencing what other people think. And that's what you're talking about. Yes, 100%. Thank you for clarifying. Is that, you know, you, you, have, uh, you have the power to control what other people, uh, that, you know, how you present yourself to people rather than guessing who you are. You know how to show up and, and, and present yourself in the best light. Um, you know, that's the big thing is when people go into interviews, this personal branding is so powerful. You know, I've coached so many people. Um, one of my clients just uh, signed up uh, is now is the executive direct uh, executive assistant to uh, Sophia Regara and, you know, in her and her and they're moving him already up pretty quickly. But getting that getting a job like that, how do you stand out? How do you become trusted? How do you leave a, a, a thought in their mind where like, I really like this guy. And, um, and so it's really important that you, like you said, knowing who you are and, and, and what you want to be, what are the clear goals and intentions that you have set for yourself? Hey, yes, I want this job, but I also really want to keep moving up. You know, this is where I see myself. And, um, but you know, that second part is the heart and this is the why. It's uh, why do you serve who you serve? It's why do you get up in the day? It's, it's your mission statement about yourself. This is probably my favorite part is the heart. It's your core values. It's understanding your hero's journey, your superpowers, your flaws, like I said, understanding your fears and how to break through those things. Um, and understanding, you know, this thing about I am, what makes me special? What makes me unique? What makes me different in the world? And, and just really falling in love with who you are and how to, to grow. Now, I do want to say one thing is that, you know, you have flaws and you got to work on your flaws. I'm not somebody that says, hey, these are your flaws. Make the world say you can deal with it. No. You, you told me off air that you were perfect. No, 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 I'm sorry, guys. I'm just messing with them. I'm just messing with them. I'm just waking the host is just waking up the guest. That's fine. Yes, yes. Messing with them totally. You know, when when you think about the, you know, you use this word flossom, is, you know, what are you trying to teach your clients around, you know, turning your flaws into strengths? Is you know the thing is is that there's going to be different variations of flaws. 
Um, you know, I always I always talk about you know somebody can buy a pair of Gucci shoes, spend two thousand dollars on them, and go start wearing them. And that girl that's wearing those high heels, you know, if if it starts rubbing on her big on her little toe and it starts stabbing, well, that flaw of that shoe is going to end up that that shoe is going to end up in the closet real quick. You might take a Instagram picture and post it on Instagram, but you're never going to wear those shoes again. So you may have a flaw that's really small, like just rubbing the back of your heel, or you might have one that really hurts. So whether that's addictions, uh, addictions can really uh, hurt you. It can cause you to fail in life. It's going to hold you completely back. Or if it's flaws of a bad attitude uh, or lazy or, um, you know, lacking energy in your life. I mean, there's just different things that you can have flaws in. Um, but, you know, if you surround yourself with a great team that says, and you're like, hey, this is where I'm weak, and I need for you guys to step up into your greatness and help me in these areas, um, you're going to be okay. You know what I mean? You're going to work it through. Um, and as long as you're willing to keep working on your flaws. Great. Now, when you talk about superpowers, how do you help your clients discover what those might be? Well, I have a little uh, process, um, you know, and it's, again, it, this is on my website. It's a freebie section uh, if somebody's interested in going on there. But you can go on, and it just takes you through um, a process. There's a, a program, VIA Character, VIA Character Strengths, um, that I love using them. But once you understand that, there's a whole process that I go through to help you understand how to use that in your everyday life. Um, where you may lack in uh, a skill set, you may lack in other areas, but if you can show up powerfully in your top five strengths, I mean, you know, you, it, it, help, it elevates everything else about you. It elevates your other strengths. It elevates your skill sets. So, per se, like um, what I always call about, you know, I call it the Brittany versus Christina uh, syndrome. You know, everybody comes in and wants to be Christina Aguilera with the big vocals and, and being an amazing singer, but, you know, they start singing, you're like, hey, you're not, you are not Christina, but you are a Britney Spears. And, you know, we can laugh about that and, and we go, yeah, yeah, yeah. But let's face it, Britney Spears has greater uh, global impact. She has number one, more number one hits. She uh, has more accolades under her belt. She's worth more financially. And it's because they utilized her strengths and they showcased her greatest strengths rather than focusing on big vocals to compete with somebody that she could never compete with. And so, you know, I, I, it's so important that you understand what your strengths are so that you know how to uh, magnify them, right, and and really and bring light them and, to them and grow in them. Yes. So, one of the questions that you have here in your bio is talking about. Uh, so I'm going to play to my strengths, but you also talk about how to build my confidence, and that there's a couple things that we can do to gain confidence. What are those? Um, well, you know, I mean, I've talked about so many of those things, um, and I feel like I'm all over the map because I have so much information in my head that, that you know, what I mean, that uh, Jonathan, uh, the host, is, the host is in charge. Just I thought I'd let you know, so it's no problem there. Uh, so, um, but yeah, that you know, the, there's a couple of things about confidence, and you know, number one thing again is understanding those 
those strengths and how to show up in those and understanding your flaws, but also identifying what it is that you really want, understanding if you have your goals and you have clear intentions of what it is that you really want, it doesn't matter who comes into your path. It doesn't matter what comes at you. You will completely understand what it is that you're going after and you're not going to be distracted by the world. And, um, you know, that just gives, it's like I always say, if you're going to get in a, take a trip to, uh, from California to Florida, you're going to need a roadmap of clear where you're going to go, where you're going to stop, where you're going to stay. And you're going to get there with so much less money. You're going to get there without complications. You're going to be happy. You're going to be able to stop where you want to stop. And you have confidence. And if you want to detour, then you can say, hey, I'm going to take a little detour here, but I'll be okay because I know exactly where I'm going. That will give you confidence 100%. And I really do find that people have the hardest time understanding what it is that they really want in their life. Um, and, you know, I think one thing for people who really lack confidence and they're like, Jonathan, I don't really know what I want to do. I really don't understand what my dreams and passions are. Um, one of the things that I always tell them, and this is where, you know, it kind of comes into my heart section of why we're showing up in the world, is to start serving. Start helping people other than yourselves and, and to discover yourself and to find yourself. You know, one thing in the music industry mm -hmm. we always found to be one of the biggest helps in doing anything is getting out and serving, being a part of a nonprofit organization. Um, you know, to find a platform, if you will, uh, to be a part of something that means something to you and begin to help other people. Because like you said earlier, it's like, what do you do to, to um, you know, to have confidence? Uh, there's a difference between confidence and, and ego, right? And so one of the things is that staying humble is helping other people and serving other people and to realize that tomorrow you could be in that same place. And so... Um, you know, it just really helps you to discover who you are. And at the end of the day, there's nothing that brings more happiness than serving other people. Well, it's interesting. We, are, we have a whole array of assessments, Jonathan, so it links into, I know the guys at VIA, VIA, the strength. Yeah. So I mean, we have personality, we have values. But one of the other tools is our self-worth inventory. And interesting, it's a 12-step program. Sound familiar? And yep. there's, there's one item in there, and it says the number one, one of the things you can do to improve your self-worth is to volunteer. And, yep. and so that can be where it fits for you. I mean, not everybody wants to work a soup kitchen, but sometimes maybe you want to just work the streets and you're giving away clothes or doing whatever you need to do. Uh, it is proven that if you give, you actually will feel better. So good, oh, yeah. good recommendations. Yeah. And it helps everybody. You know, it doesn't just help you, whether that's going over to your neighbor that needs help that's just had surgery and you're helping them out or you're cooking dinners for people or you're babysitting a friend's child. And, you know, however you can help. I mean, you think about through the pandemic where we were all in lockdown. How can you serve other people um, to help them and, and to get through this hard time, whether that's paying somebody's electric bill? For the, for the months that, that's ahead, and you're, you've got that ability, you know? There's just so much you can do to help. Mm, mm, excellent. So when we think about we've probably got about eight or so minutes left, uh, Jonathan. 
before we kind of jump into the last segment, how can people get a hold of you and find out more about you? Um, I'm on all social media. You know, I mean, I've been in social media for my, since MySpace came out. Um, but uh, all social media, Jonathan George, also Unleash Your Rockstar. Uh, that's my movement. And um, my website is UnleashYourRockstar.com. And, you know, I really believe that uh, you can use personal branding to overcome average in your life and, and become spectacular. So and of course, you know, when this, uh, you, nobody knows when you're listening to this podcast, it could be in 2032, you know, welcome to Archive Podcast, but your book, Unleash Your Rockstar, is available for individuals to pick up and to acquire. And so, you know, think about that as well as part of it. So, Jonathan, when you think about helping people to be a rock star, what other things that you maybe haven't uh, covered so far do you do and work with your clients so that they can actually realize their potential? Um, you know, this past year I went through, you know, I had, I had some major fears and I didn't even know I had fears um, because I always thought, you know, I'd broken through everything. But as, as um, I, in, in the music industry, I was like hitting glass ceilings and I, people were excelling at things. And I was like, why am I not surpassing them when I'm more talented and more gifted? And, and I was like, what is going on? And so I went on this whole search to figure out what my fears were. And I, I got my master's practitioner's license in neuro-linguistic programming because I just wanted some tools. And I, my coach completely took me through uh, this thing to help me understand where my fears were. And within a matter of 20 minutes, I was, I was slobbering, snotting, crying and 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 realizing where that fear came from and I broke through that fear that has really helped me and I think that if people can realize and understand I have this fear let's break through that fear and to realize that there are ways um, that you're not alone in any of this that the world is is very much right there with you that this is this is common uh, in all aspects in people's lives no matter how big you think that someone is, no matter how talented you think someone is, everyone has the same struggles of I'm not good enough, I have fears. And, um, and so if, if people will invest in themselves, the way that they go and buy a Gucci belt or if they'll buy a Prada purse or whatever they're purchasing, uh, spending all this money on things that make them feel good, let me just say, Hire the right coaches. Get into the right places. Two, three years ago, I paid $10,000 to go to a mastermind that I could have taught myself. But when I sat there and did the work, it unraveled me and took me to heights. that I, I remembered myself. I broke, had major breakthroughs. So, I, you know, I, I know people always are pitching coaching programs and this and that, but find someone who can truly bust you wide open that and invest in yourself because you are the most important person there is. Stop buying junk you don't need. Stop buying the most expensive car or living in the most in, in, in expensive house. Invest that money into yourself so that you can be your highest potential, that you can truly unleash the rock star that's within you. Um, because you were, you were born and destined to do great things. And I just want to say this, Ken, if people are not walking in their greatness, they're not only doing their self, themselves a disservice, but they're also robbing 
you and me of our blessings. Mm, and I sure. truly and believe... Part of the work that we do is, you know, my purpose is to help others to live, lead, and work in purpose. And so what we're talking to, and, and listeners, what Jonathan is mentioning to you, you can't get purpose out of stuff. No. And uh, stuff is shallow, and yeah, yeah, it's nice to have it. It's not, you're not against it. I'm not against it, Jonathan. But that's not the source. No. And so that's what you were talking about there is we want to be in our heart. And the other thing, too, is when people are in their space, you are, uh, as you call it, in their superpowers, then right. my highest level of contribution is in that space as well. Correct. And, you know, I, and I want to just I say this really quick, is that um, your, your personal brand will depend, like the level of your personal brand will de depend on the level of your dream. And your goals. So, you know, if you're wanting to be bigger, then you're, you know, you're going to have uh, more work to do on your personal brand. But as just an everyday person, go out there to discover your personal brand um, and understand who you are and how you're showing up and that emotional aftertaste that you're leaving, whether that's in a dating situation, whether that's new friends, whether that's belonging to a new group, knowing how to show up and leave the emotional aftertaste of your desire. So that's the key here is that you have the control and the power to, to plant the seeds that you want to be left to grow in, in people's minds after you leave a space. Yes, well, thank you for that, Jonathan. Boy, where did our time go? Man, it just kind of evaporated there. We blew through it. <laughs> it's like a $100 bill at Six Flags, you know, or, yeah, or Disneyland. There we go. There we go. It lasts very long. So, Jonathan, remind people of how they can get a hold of you. UnleashYourRockstar.com. Come check it out. Um, so many programs to help, depending on where you are uh, in your career um, and where you are in your space, but there's a program for every single person. So um, I'm really excited about um, having you guys jump in. Come out. And on social media, I respond back. I love to hear from people. So come and join me. Mm, for sure. And Jonathan, what would be a final comment you would uh, leave with the audience today just to encourage them? Man, I, 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 I'm going to repeat something that I've already said. You are more than enough. You are more than enough to go after your dreams, your passions. Do not settle for something because somebody told you to or that you're scared to do it. Jump, be rebellious about it, and go after it fervently and remember that it doesn't take the most talented to reach your dreams. It just takes confidence and branding to get it. Mm. Well, Jonathan, Jonathan George, thank you for hanging out with us today. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Well, Secrets of Success listeners, you know, everybody here listening, you matter. You know, take what Jonathan has said about you and find out what your strengths are, your superpowers. And then we all have stuff we have to deal with. That's fine. Uh, but let's be real and authentic about it. And the imposter syndrome concept has been around for a while where, I mean, there's lots of people who are very successful who, to probably your surprise and my surprise, really didn't think they were worthy either. So let's overcome those things. And as always, thank you for being a listener. If you like what we're doing, just please pass it on, share, leave a positive comment in whatever platform you're listening on. And thank you for listening. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Keyes.
thanks for exploring the secrets of success with us. If you want to keep the momentum going, log on to crgleader.com. Scroll to the bottom and sign up for our inspirational emails. You can also take your success to the next level by following us on Facebook and Twitter and connecting with Ken on LinkedIn. We hope you have a great week and look forward to you joining us next time for the Secrets of Success podcast with Dr. Ken Keyes.